0: Thanks, Megan. Hello,
1: everybody. Welcome back to Megan. Welcome. Megan has Welcome recovered to, from a yes. tonsillitis. We hope. Mrs. And Nicholas. Mrs. Nicholas. Man. Congratulations. It well, it's a lovely wedding. Thank you. Have you had a good honeymoon and the first and your first few weeks of being a married woman? Apart from being ill, mm. the honeymoon was absolutely amazing. Iceland is incredible. Man, Iceland. Yeah. Such a cool choice. Yeah, it's really good. Fantastic. Joel feels like a Viking. So.
0: Yeah, he—he he, although he looks slightly less like one. Yeah, it's true. Now that his he's hair. shaved his bonds. but maybe the Vikings had really short hair.
1: Yeah. yeah, have you watched the TV show Vikings?
0: I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen various things with Vikings yeah. involved. I'm sure, I'm sure I've seen different you know, different levels of various levels of sadistic of gore. That yeah, that, yeah, because they weren't pleasant, were they? But but, but Iceland is. from what I've been told, I've never been there. It's amazing. Small population. Yeah. Bjork. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a massive
0: Christian revolution at one point. Really? Yeah. I didn't read much
1: into it, but it was what we did read was interesting. In terms of lots of people becoming Christians and yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Maybe we should go plant church in Iceland. Yeah. Maybe Joel and Megan should go plant church in Iceland, but then who would help us with the live lunch? So, so do you mean yeah, but
0: if Joel Oh I see right yeah Joel Joel Nicholas and
1: Megan. Yeah this is really confusing yeah. 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 I have to just clarify this. Megan's husband is also called Joel. Yeah. So How if, dare if he? you're like t- <laughs> 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 okay. Do you know that I, I only ever
0: met someone with my name when I was about twenty.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, name
0: Joel and, or Joel Vogel. Uh, no, name Joel. Huh. So my the, my first name is is Uh, used to be much rarer than it is now. It's still quite rare, but it used to be really rare. So whenever I said what my name was, people would be like, what? What is your name? What did you just say it was? If I said it on the phone, people would always, you know, name please, and I'd say my name, and they'd always start writing the wrong name. No, it's not that, you know. I'd have to, because it's rare. And then my surname is a bit rare as well. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, a bit bit strange. But but the... um, uh, the, the, the thing that changed it I, I think there's a few things Maybe the fact that there was a neighbour's character Called Joel In the 90s I think that may have changed things because now there is a few more kids and young people going around called Joel, maybe, and church people, people who grew up in Christian families. Joel's in the Bible, you know, so there's a few more Joels in churches.
1: Oh, okay, I thought they just name their kids after you, but you meant no. Them well, they may have done, but they keep it a secret if they do. I do like it I met you... a lot of
0: kids, kids, you know, young kids, but never someone my age, and certainly no one outside church world, you know, church world. That's a really <coughs> ugly idea. Uh, out, you know, who wasn't from a Christian family? I just met only. And, and I met someone at university, who, and I thought, what, are you for real? You are called Joel and your and your parents didn't name you because of the bible book. Oh because of me. And no, I think it was probably because of um I don't know why. Maybe Billy Joel, I don't
1: know. okay. Yeah, I've have, I have <coughs> a nephew called Joel. But Joel yeah. in India, that's what jo- we call Joel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've talked about this,
0: haven't we? But carry Maybe. on.
1: Um, so last Sunday we looked at the topic of money. Yes. At Emmanuel, we're going through a series called Thrive. Thrive. Um, we're looking don't at survive, how you can
0: thrive. Don't survive. I do thrive. survive, but thrive. Don't just survive. Yeah, don't just thrive. Survive, thrive. Speaking
1: yeah. of thrive, we have our thriving Simon Brading who's thriving. just joined us.
0: Don't you, you sense the thriving? Right, just right there. Six foot of thriving. Six feet of thriving. Mm. Thank um, Welcome, Simon. Thank you guys. And your suspicious-looking drink, which does yeah, look yeah. like a three-course meal, blended yeah. into a.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure that's not what it. Is. We are we are in our second and final week of prayer and fasting at Emmanuel, so no li- no lunch at live lunch. Um, but mm. let's quickly move on because we discussed live that last coffee. week. Live coffee. Live yep. Money. We looked at money. We started with Psalm 112. Yes. Fantastic verse on yeah. uh, a set of verses on on handling your resource and uh, and wealth and generosity and just. Brilliant! Um, I know you didn't preach uh, on on the money topic; it was done by uh, other but side, like yeah. leaders. But do you want to do a one minute recap, uh, maybe a yeah. see of Psalm one hundred and twelve?
0: Yeah, I mean, just Psalm one one two, Psalm one twelve is is a, I guess a a, uh, it's a presentation of an ideal. Um, it's showing you what the fear of God brings about in your in in a person's life. Ideally, what's 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 intended for for people what's intended for for humanity, and that is that we we thrive you know we flourish, we prosper that's, that's God's best for us that's god's blessing that's got what God wants for people um, and uh, and so it kind of lists some some quali- some qualities of the the thriving person and it's particularly uh, referring to such things as you know wealth and um, um, possessions and property and so on but but certainly not in the context of amassing it for greed you know but but really for the sake of generosity and so it it, it brings described it's just a colorful picture of a person doing life happily if you know successfully you could say certainly fruitfully and being a, an amazing just being a being a, a good person to know <laughs> a person you'd want to know because they they're such, a, they're such a blessing, they're so kind, they're so willing to, to give and share and lavish. And, uh, that's the description it gives you. And when you read it, you, if you're reading it superficially, you start thinking, oh, okay, those are the rules. I have to fear God, then I get all these things. Um, but you, you think through, what? Well, hang on, is that, is that quite what the message of the psalm is? Ultimately, uh, what the psalm, like all the other psalms, is ultimately about is about, about what the whole Bible is about, uh, Jesus himself. And it's saying, blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Well, in in all of history, there's only been one man who's fully uh, upheld the covenant with God, been faithful to God in that way and been completely pure hearted towards God. Um, All of us other men and women have not done it, uh, especially the man, Adam, the first man, uh, who fell and jesus is the man who did it perfectly so when we read psalm 11, 11, 11, 11, uh, 112, 118 when when you read psalm 112 you will get um actually step back and read it again as a description of Jesus and it's lovely it's just brilliant it will actually stir your heart and and then you start thinking well that's who i belong to if i love jesus i'm joined to him and so i can start to pray um for for these kinds of Blessings for me to be able to emulate this freely and see the blessing of it.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. I will read back Psalm 112. That was probably about three minutes, wasn't it? So yes, I apologise. Yes, we'll used to that. Mm. Um, <coughs> aren't we all? Views on, <laughs> yeah. views on money there seem to be a lot. Uh, and I guess people who who who, aren't, who don't come to church... Uh, would view the church's view of money as slightly suspicious. Are, yeah. you, are, are you inviting me in so that you can uh, get hold of my money? Um, there's a whole bunch of views yeah. o- on money. I know there's not one particular view that you subscribe because I, I, I don't know if it works like that, but what shapes your view on money and what is what is your view of money?
0: Yeah, I think even in this psalm, you can see some um, surprising uh, words Um because it seems to speak highly of having wealth um it, it it doesn't apologize for that you know wealth and riches are in his house it says you know, this is a psalm with a lot of you know it's he's kind of it, it could sound if you read it wrongly like it's a kind of encouragement to what we call a prosperity theology um which is basically bling it's basically christian bling and uh, that's you know, it's kind of God wants you to be rich and isn't that good because you want to be rich as well. And so just get to know this God guy, whoever he is, and you can be rich. And, uh, you know, God will do – everything will go well because you've got God. And so from now on you can have riches, which is your real God. That's kind of – that's what prosperity theology does in the end, um, uh, I'm afraid. And and so you have truckloads of Christians who who, who – don't realize that they're, they're the the kind of the engine of their Christian life, the motivating force has become um, acquisition. And I, I'm so glad I've got God in my life because I get things this way, and I get the stuff I really want. So God becomes your kind of cosmic butler. Um, it's so good that you have God in your life because without God, you know, without Jeeves, without this kind of uh, this this uh, very convenient uh, helpful individual. I, I wouldn't have this 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 guarantee of all these wonderful things. And of course, when I don't get these wonderful things, he hasn't. He has blown it. Hmm. He's not keeping up with what he's. I'm supposed to have, or I've blown it. You know, this I'm I'm there's something something's gone enormously wrong. If I'm sick, or if I'm 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 going through poverty, or, or at least you know I'm not I'm not as flash as I'd like, or I don't have a I do not have a BMW. Right, I'm, I'm having my holiday in Wales or whatever. You're just like this, yeah. this 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 is not what was on the the contract. Um, and uh, it's, it shows our hearts. So it's like, no, we've, we've lost it here. We've treat we're, we're real. The God in the equation is the stuff. And the real God has become the facilitator.
1: That's so fascinating. I'm going to jump in. Because you know that verse which says, uh, go to, I might get this wrong, but I know the gist of the verse, which says, uh, if your heavenly father is a good father, you who are... Even, Even men ought to give your yeah. it's good gifts, but your father's a good father. How much yeah. more will he give you the Holy Spirit? Yeah, it doesn't just talk about how much more will he give you other things, and and he talk he talks about giving the Holy Spirit, and it, yeah, yeah. giving of himself is the best gift that he could, it's for he sure. could give us. No, no, and amen, in yeah. that, we have everything that we need. Uh, I th- that's oh, a good
0: way of putting it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's very true. It's interesting, however, and I don't say this to be clever. But but, but but you the, are really clever. Oh uh, so yeah, well, I say this because be I'm good. clever, yeah, not to be clever. Yeah. No, I say this to be clever. smarmy and to show off. Yeah. Uh, but Luke's gospel has the he would uh, How much more will he give the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Matthew uh, does say how much more will he give good things. Mm. So the, the Bible is. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> so so um, how do you like me now? So no, so. I, just, so, um, there's, I quit. <laughs> so no, the, the point being, we, 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 you know, we have a generous God. We'll come to that bit because I'm giving you the one side of the, the coin here that, that we, we, there is a massive fault when we treat we effectively treat money as God, we treat possessions as God. And we do do that. In effect, that's kind of what we did at the beginning. You know the, the fr- she saw that the fruit was good, and she chose it rather than God. So she basically said, "The fruit is God, not, not God. Um, and if God gets in the way of the fruit, I'm not having him. And we, that's exactly what we do. That's what we've been doing from the beginning. Um, so that, that's, that's what I'm afraid you could call it prosperity theology. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just one of the ways that we get it wrong. There's another way we get it wrong, though, and that's why Psalm 112 is, is helpful, because um, it, it also shows <laughs> that money is not evil. So we tend to think get it wrong by saying money is God, Uh -uh. But you also get it wrong by saying money is evil, equally, uh -uh. because money is good. Uh, God's material blessings are good. Creation is good. God is not kind of Gnostic, kind of uh, uh, sort of anti-matter, all the rest. There's... there's, makes stuff and says it's good and he blesses us with good things and and he loves to lavish he loves to bless it's 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 all through scripture mm. and right there in psalm 112 so we, we we could easily fall into the poison as equally dangerous poison of thinking money is evil and that 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 the the effects of that are uh to effectively sort of ch- see it as um uh some sort of we, we end up with a first of all with a false god mm. because a he's he's a god who sees good things that we find it very hard to deny a good <laughs> and says no no that, keep away from them mm. i don't like you having that i don't like having nice i don't like i don't and we end up imagining basically gods against me um that's that's a, that's a little bit at least a bit of a danger um that's a huge danger actually but it's also the danger i suppose of um uh, of, a, of a god that can't handle material things, handle material pleasures, and uh, you know he made them; they're from him. Stop it! It's 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 it's, it's a blessing. Um, and and I guess besides that, what are the other problems with this particularly? The the um, what did we say? I've, I've I've already forgotten. Anyone remind me? What what's the key thing about a, a kind of poverty theology that God is that, that money is evil if it's. Sorry. Just got
1: um, another own goal, mate. So one yeah, all. Blown it. Yeah, uh, we, we were even. You okay, were back in the game, I, and I didn't even touch the ball. He's He's back in the good. game. Good, you know. I will
0: come up with it because it's it's a killer point. Hmm. Let me just think. So money being evil
1: means that having money is makes you evil.
0: Yeah. Qu- yes. That's a that's a thank you. Well, Two right. one. Two one. You're, wow. you're right. I've got some work to do. So the 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 person who has money is is. In sin. Mm. So uh, I looked at you for a while, didn't I? And I said, in sin. <laughs> so, um, so the, <laughs> the person that, is, that has wealth doesn't know what to do about it. Uh, the only options that the poverty spirit comes up with historically are, get rid of it, you know. Uh, just quickly do a vow of poverty. Go into a monastery. Do not have money. Mm. Um, the, the Bible doesn't say that money is evil. The Bible says that the root of evil is the love of money mm-hmm. and and if people have said you know that story of someone coming to church saying if if um, money is supposed to the bible says that money is evil why do you take it every week I think well nice try but it doesn't actually say that mm-hmm. it says the love of money is the root of all evil in other words you can if god trusts you with money you can have it as long as you don't love it mm-hmm. as long as you learn to use it and use it to love other people. And I think the person that does that is probably likely to find that God gives them a bit of money, actually, so that they can love people. Um, so be faithful with money. And what you probably find is that God gives you a bit more to be faithful with. Um, and that's, that's, that's good. And so we've got people in church who are poor. We've got people in church who are rich. And the key thing is to say to the, the poor people, uh, do not think this disqualifies you. Uh, remember the faithfulness and goodness of God. We come back to this, you know. Don't don't quit. Don't give up on on God being good in, in in material ways. But to the rich person, we can say, listen, enjoy the blessings of God. Don't don't be a legalist. Don't get conned out of out of saying thanks and and, and give, giving thanks for what God's given you. But use it for God and uh, and be grateful. And otherwise. Yeah, we're in real trouble, and it it can lead to pride. You know, I, I I haven't got much money. Notice that some in this church do have a lot of money. They're poor, poor, wicked people. All these wealthy, sinful people. I
1: mean, you keep looking at me, but yeah, I I well, I yeah. work for the church, so it doesn't. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, okay. So, but it's it's um me and Johan who live under the pier. Um, <laughs> would say it's not really our story, but it's um it's yeah, I, honestly, just a massive um. Uh, uh, error to fall into. No, thanks for it. So um, I think just be grateful. Touching
1: on that, uh, that leads me to my my next thoughts on the Bible. Does talk uh, about turning the resource that's God's given that God's given you and multiplying it and five becoming ten and then more being given to, being given to you, not like hiding it and mm. burying it and, and 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 those sort of uh, of parables which Jesus spoke with. How would you encourage people who you feel like God's given you the gift to earn some money yeah. and God's, God's blessed you either with good enterprise or good business or you're just somebody who is fantastic in your workplace and you seem to get promoted and bonuses and, and all of that. And yeah. how would you, yeah. What encouragements would you give people who, are, who God's blessed them with the gift of making yeah. money? Yeah.
0: I guess it would be, start, start with seeing as there's a, there is a spiritual gift of giving. So I think it's Romans 12 where, where Paul lists a whole load of different spiritual gifts. And we, we tend to think in terms of the miraculous gifts when, when the New Testament speaks about gifts, the, the gift of languages, the gift of mm. prophecy, the gift of uh, miracles and so on. And these are, these are certainly usually at the front of the list or pretty, you know, they, they're key gifts. But it, it's interesting. Romans 12 especially lists quite a few that we would see as more mundane. Administration, um, uh, helps, mercy, um, things that you'd think, well, it's, it's, is that a spiritual gift? By all means, so the gift of giving gets into that list. And people, this is the problem. Someone with wealth and the ability to make money and give it or use it for God's purposes will, will sometimes, I mean, often. You know, as a pastor, I have people come to me and say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where I fit in church. I'm, well, the only thing I'm really good at is is money. I'm, I'm good at making money. But they almost say apologizing. They say it. They look me in the eye. I look me like kind of like a bit kind of sheepish about it. And I guess I'd rather have that than have them come and you know boss everyone around. So maybe, yeah, err on the side of humility, fair enough. But don't think it isn't spiritual. Don't do that. Don't think my gift is not useful because you're wrong. Your gift is massive. If you have a, a, an ability with money, if you know how to make it and you just thank God for the gift and, and absolutely rinse that gift. I mean, just that I would say... Be as ambitious with that gift as as someone who is a, has a gift of prophecy is ambitious with theirs or a gift. If you're a gifted, if you're an apostle whose dream is to plant churches in 50 different countries in the next five years, that's ambition. Uh if your gift is giving, where's your ambition? What are you aiming for in the next Find five years? Find the person
1: years? wants to plant 50 different churches and get along. Well, them. Well,
0: that would be a top, that would be A1, wouldn't it? That would yeah. be a pretty much, you couldn't get much better than that. I guess, you know, biblical examples are, are a few. There are some people who clearly, you could say bankrolled church mm. planting in the New Testament. There are, there are some particularly gifted people who made a lot of money and made it available. Um, or you know sold stuff and made it available so that the, the apostles could get going. Mm. Um, that's that's brilliant and church history shows the same principle many 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 times many things sort of things that have turned on the hinge. church, church history shows some great movements. you know it's, it's things like the Salvation Army and the early Methodists and and um, I could think of a few examples even like Billy Graham and stuff like that where it was sometimes key donors, key business people who partnered. And said, "Look, you've got a vision. We get it. We, we're inspired by it. We want to make it happen. We, cl- we know that you clearly haven't a clue about money. Um, you love Jesus. You're good at preaching. <laughs> you can start a church, but you don't know how to make money. I do. Let's let's be friends. You know, mm. let's 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 connect. Yeah. And uh, I think that is a, that can often be a, a spellbinding mm. partnership. So I, I think if you've got that gift, then maybe the calling on you is to actually think, who am I partnering with?" Mm for the sake of the kingdom and that's that's going to be church planting for sure but it might actually be it's it's actually running business it's it's you certainly be generous to the church you know put money aside to 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 serve the church you must do that because you're in the church you are the church so serve the church with your money but don't only think like that think you might be actually you're meant to be like uh like a Cadbury, you know the guy that, that ran the chocolate firm in the in the nineteenth century, a business guy in Birmingham who who launched uh, you know what's now a globally famous um, brand, uh, but what it was initially was a, an incredibly smart business guy, but with a passionate heart to see uh, good housing mm. and facilities or good good um, conditions and pay for his workers, mm. and so he set a precedent during the industrial revolution, which was almost shaming to the rest of the um, business, you know the hungry industrialists who were you know rapacious and didn't care about their workers they just made money and along came this guy who said no I'm going to I'm going to build an amazing business mm. uh, it's going to become global but I'm going to do it justly I'm going to re- treat my workers well I'm going to make sure they get good houses mm. and one of my friends even lived in one of the houses years ago that he, he uh, built and uh, you know 150 years later and it's still in good nick and it's it's like this um this 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 world is big enough for visionary entrepreneurs to mm. do all kinds of stuff and say, I'm doing it for Jesus. Yeah, I'm doing my business for Jesus. I'm doing my, my marriage for Jesus. I'm doing whatever. I'm doing it all for God. Um, and certainly, pri- prioritize serving the church financially, yeah. but you don't have to only do that. There could be other ways that your calling yeah. Yeah. financially gets worked out. I think
1: one thing that comes to my mind is, is look out for people who are at the earliest stages of the journey Uh, So like young entrepreneurs in church or even just people who you think, hey, you could do so much better with the resource that God's given you and and train them and teach them uh, some of the skills that you've picked up and the lessons that you've learned along the way. So I think just even within church context, um, and I guess making it open to whoever, like share your wisdom and and share your knowledge. Yeah, and encouragement, I guess. Viewing it as a gift is so important because you could almost see it as, is this an awkward thing? Is yeah. this something I should keep under the radar and, and not really do anything with it? But seeing yeah. it as a gift means you, you give it and you're generous with it.
0: Brilliant, brilliant.
1: Um, on the flip side, I mean, we, we've got this big vote um, this evening and possibly heading towards a few years of economic uncertainty in mm. in the light of that for people who probably don't have a lot of money and who resources really tight. You get by month by month. Yeah. And we live in an expensive city. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're called to to sharing the message of Jesus in, uh, in an expensive city, how can you be wise with the resource that you have in light of economic uncertainty and tight budgets? Yeah. I guess being generous and just applying all those principles so, into those situations. Yeah, brilliant. So, so back to the psalm, so
0: Psalm 112. The, um, uh, the, the, the presentation is of the man that fears the Lord. So take it as man or woman, just just the individual with with the fear of the Lord. It says the man, I think, ultimately because it's showing us Jesus, like I said. Mm. But it's 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 possible to not fear the Lord, and the 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 implication on how we do this is then is then our view of the world, our view of everything, is that is material, it's materialistic, and it's it's effectively the whole issue of finance becomes about survival. At any cost. Survival is all I can achieve, especially in a, in a uh, challenged age. So uh, e- economy, uncertain. City, expensive. Um, personal prospects, bleak. Uh, bank account, full of debt, mm. overdrawn. Whatever, you know, I just, everything can be negative. And then I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I've got to survive. Well, no wonder survival becomes competitive. So finance becomes an area of conflict. I, I've, got to, I, the, I've got to survive, and if that means defeating everyone else, sorry, that's it, that's all I can do. i just got to defeat you. I've got to defeat the competition just to breathe. Um, and I, that's prevalent, and it will probably get a little worse for a, for a while before it gets better, whatever happens with Brexit. So I, I think um, th- that's when Psalm 112 comes in, because what it puts before us is an image of someone who fears the Lord. They fear the Lord... Therefore, they don't fear other things. They're delivered from the fear of, of poverty. They're delivered from living in that cloud of what's the future? What's the future? Well, I know the future. The Lord is, I fear the Lord. And uh, that, if we live in the good of that, it delivers us from, from anxiety and pressure. It also puts before us the possibility of radical gratitude. So I can be the, the kind of person that lives facing the other way. I'm not facing need um, and, and then the, the, the resulting frustration um, and, uh, and, you know, kind of pressure and, and, and panic. But I'm, I'm facing the other way. I'm facing the God who provides, the good, faithful God. I'm facing him square on, and I'm seeing his goodness. How do I see it? see it in the ultimate gift. Like you were saying, God gives himself. Mm. He gives his spirit. Ultimately, he gave his son. Mm. You know, he gives, if he didn't, if he, you know, the one who gave us his son, delivered up for us his son, how will he not along with him freely give us all things, the Bible says. For God so loved the world that he gave. Gave, mm. that's, that's his very nature, he mm. can't not give. Mm. If I if I am struggling, I have to turn around and face the other, I have to say, God, you are a giver. I trust the giving God. And I live there, and then I start to live in gratitude, I start to turn this into gratitude, that sometimes feels impossible, but it's because we're looking, we're somehow not looking the right way completely. We need to keep turning that, find our way back. The reality is you can see it in scripture, you see it in history, sometimes see it in Christian friends. It is possible to give thanks in bleak circumstances and to in fact give thanks so much that you get to a point where you feel peaceful and you start to set your priorities God's way. And you start to say, I, I, I will deliberately set my budget so that I proportionally give. I'm going to give this much money to God. Crazy. That, you can't do that when you're, in, mm. when you're in trouble. No, I can. I can. Because in the end, market forces, trends do not dictate. God does. Mm. And I, I trust him. I know that he's got my back. So I'm going to put money aside to give. And I'm going to put money aside to save. And I'm going to live within the rest.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to do that. Uh, it looks crazy. How can you You can't afford to do that. I can. If, I, if God wasn't there, true, I can't afford it. But I believe, hello, I believe in Jesus. He rose from the dead. So it gives me a different perspective. And I start to set my. And what happens is people who live in what looks like utterly overwhelming debt and totally impossible circumstances, by, by simply facing the other way, trusting God and setting wise decisions in place, deliberately budgeting with a commitment to giving God, trusting God, God you have the, the first fruit, you have the first part of my money because I know it ultimately belongs to you anyway. Ultimately you're in charge of my money. Ultimately you're a good father. And and you know what? I'll I'll save I'll put aside stuff so that I'm being responsible. I'm caring for others. I'm caring for the future. I'm and then I'm gonna spend uh, what I need to, to live on. Hmm. Might take a while. Might take a few years. Yeah. But circumstances change. They really do.
1: Yeah. Uh, do we have time for a quick question? Yeah. Um, probably not. I've only really got about one and a half minutes left. But uh, I do want to talk about some resources. So yeah. do you want to call out the question? um Well, very quickly, um annika finer on Instagram has just said uh, that her and Patrick they are going to be doing a working workshop. Um, and having some great speakers who are entrepreneurs speaking. Brilliant. Thank you, Annika. Um, Just to wrap up, we've got a couple of minutes. Um, We are going to start running a a group called uh, Thrive Thrive Money, Money, which will unpack a few keys and principles and and should give you some tools to help manage your money better. I'll drop a link uh, to the Thrive course uh, in in the description uh, below this video. Um, The course kicks off in the summer term, so it's not for this term. Uh, we'll be looking at, as a church, how we can steward, uh, individuals can steward their money better. Do you have any resources to recommend? Actually,
0: I would just recommend the same thing. I don't want to d- distract from that. Thrive Money is the course that we've written here, Steve Boone particularly, yeah. uh, one of the c- key elders in the church. And actually, uh, most of us as leaders in the church have gone through it now, gone through the course. I Even for me and my wife, we just found it life-changing, we did it just over a year ago and I honestly that sounds exaggerating I'm not kidding it has definitely changed the whole way we do money completely changed it for the, for the better <laughs> really improved things helped us to think differently plan differently live differently I highly highly recommend it I, I just want you all to do it everyone in church
1: thanks so much for thanks all. thanks so much for joining us next week we will be back with lunch because we had to wow. our two weeks of prayer and fasting then.
0: prosperity thanks
1: minute. so <laughs> yeah. thanks for joining us
0: bless you